Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Chris Wood stands in front of his restaurant, Woody's, here in Seabright, and surveys with pride the rebuilding five years after Superstorm Sandy. I think the town's about 90% back to where it was prior to the storm. There's obviously a little bit more work to do, but uh, progress has been made and it's been significant. Although Wood will downplay it, he had a hand in the recovery. Seabright, a thin sliver of land on the north end of the Jersey Shore, was one of the hardest hit communities in New Jersey. Literally walked Ocean Avenue over five, six foot mounds of sand with cars embedded in the sand, hearing the gas leaks, the whole nine yards, took a peek at my building, thought it wasn't too bad, still being dark, and, but in comparison to everything else I saw, once again, we are very fortunate. We had no structural damage here, where all the other buildings were just basically blown out. So it was, it was ugly. Chris Wood would eventually rebuild his restaurant, but first he recognized there were more immediate concerns. But I knew that the town needed help, so we started a relief effort. Wood transformed the volunteer firehouse into a dining facility for first responders, but they needed to expand. I had a friend uh, in, in the state house who made a few phone calls. The National Guard gave me a phone call. They came down here and they were supposed to stay for 72 hours uh, with a, you know relief tents, uh, food facilities and all that. I think they stayed for six to eight weeks. With a mobile military mess, they could feed an army. We had a mobile kitchen, we had prep kitchen, we had a sanitary facility, we had eating tents, we had three refrigerated trucks, we had, I think, five uh, literally tractor trailers full of supplies. It was a small, you know, if you want to call it a small city, um, you know, that's basically what it was. It was like, you know, you restaurant with a, you know, with a, with a Walmart with aisles with uh, things that people could gather, you know, for what they needed. Following Wood's lead, others stepped up to meet the challenge. We would have basically shifts of volunteers come in the morning, prep the food, sometimes do breakfast, have lunch, have dinner. Everybody had a job and it was really a well, well run operation. Food donations poured in. Local restaurants, they came from food distributors, they came from Pepsi, they came from Coke, they came from By Five. I mean, you know, they just came from all over the place. And not only that, there were drop-off points for, uh, throughout the area where citizens would basically donate the food and it would be ferried back over to Seabread. With each day, the demand for hot meals increased. Not only did we have the rescue workers, the state police from all over the country, the electrical workers or whatnot, we had all the residents who were working on their homes who had no kitchens, you know, had no gas, no electric, no food. Once again, keep them in town, let them work on their properties, and you know what? At the end of the day, go home, go to where you were staying, you know, temporarily, have a full stomach, feel a little bit better about yourself. They ended up serving more than a quarter of a million meals. For people who lost everything, this was one less thing to worry about. A lot of people are deer in the head, you know, had a deer in the headlights kind of look. Um, you know, you don't know what you don't know where to start. I mean, if you walk into your home or your business and it's completely destroyed, what do you do? So, um, yeah, it took a while for people to kind of, you know, 
figure things out. You know, it's a process. Next step in that process? The relief effort with the food took on a life of its own. And we thought, okay, what can we do next? And so we saw the need. We saw, um, you know, that people needed financial help at that point. So we thought, okay, let's form, uh, you know, let's get a 501c3, form, uh, form this uh, company, Seabright Rising, and um, see what comes of it. And once again, the overwhelming response was, you know, what can we do? What do you need? And we raised a, uh, a boatload of money, and then we distributed uh, as best we could to the businesses, to the residents. And I think it was a, a, a real good boost for the, uh, for the community. Some famous neighbors were inspired by the homegrown relief effort and pitched in. Bon Jovi was very, uh, you know, very good. I think he uh, donated an ambulance to the town, and he did uh, give the town some uh, much-needed financial help. So did the music group Train. And they did a uh, concert live from Seabright, I think it was on December 5th of that year, right in front, front of the firehouse, basically to rally the community uh, right before Christmas. And it really was an amazing event where everybody from this town did come together for the first time after Sandy. Sandy washed over Seabright's seawall, ripped open homes, tore apart streets today. Right now behind the building that the, uh, the seawall is, as we speak, is being extended and fortified, which should help uh, from the ocean, the ocean side. On the river side, I think the bulkheads are being raised and there are some new pumping stations that have been put in place. If you look around now, I mean, everything's been rehabilitated. I mean, there's a lot of new businesses. Uh, the infrastructure's been improved. Uh, it's the, the town's actually uh, much prettier than it was prior to the storm. So uh, it, it's definitely taken on a new look, and uh, you would expect that after the devastation that occurred. Seabright is reborn. Many locals credit Chris Wood for his efforts in those dark days. There was a need. You know, you see a need, and you know what? You have the resources, or you think you have the resources, so you know what? You do what you can to help. And then, as I said earlier, this morphed into something much, much larger than I could have ever expected. Definitely a team effort, Wood says, the entire community coming together. We did what we could, and, you know, I'm not... I'm not really looking to, uh, I never looked for to be patted on the back, or I don't think anybody ever looked to be patted on the back. We were just doing what we could, and it was just, it's, it's a good feeling when you can help people. In Seabright, Sean Adams, WCBS News Radio 880. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.